0: Honestly, I was thinking for the cold open, we could literally read how hard that, uh, uh, Hank Green dunks on us in our first episode of our podcast on page seven. Yes. Um, so let me, let me just read, yeah, yeah, I'll read this, uh, aloud because I felt like we were completely called out. Um, not rich though. That's the, (laughs) (laughs) well, Andy's not rich either. He's anyways, um, yeah, so April, uh, May, our main character says uh, about <laughs> about uh, you know white guys. She said to me, it seemed like an- that what? incurable ailment so many well off dudes have, believing despite mountains of evidence that what the world truly needs is another white guy comedy podcast. So welcome to our white guy comedy podcast. Here to save you, episode one,
1: white guy sadcast. <laughs> this is us. Oh no, Hank. Why? Sorry, Hank. <laughs> Hope you like
0: it welcome and thank you for joining us for our pilot episode of bookends with friends uh, this is a book club comedy podcast by three sad lame white guys <laughs> um and we are going to be discussing uh hank green's an absolutely remarkable thing uh the first week that we're doing right now covers chapters one through six i hope you guys are able to read along with us um probably not because this is our first episode so we might be talking to the empty void of nothing but anyways i'm your co-host parker moon uh your co-host bright urban co-host daniel phillips <laughs> all right uh welcome you welcome, guys. Welcome. Be our friends. Uh, our podcast is called Bookends with Friends. Did I say that? You did say that. Okay. Cool. Say it again. Just be safe. Our podcast is called Bookends with
2: Friends. Bookends with Friends.
0: Um, so anyways, let's jump into the first segment called uh, uh, short stories where we're just going to, you know, talk about what we're doing in the week and uh, catch up a little bit. But while we, or before we do that, I thought something that'd be fun for our first episode is to talk a little bit about our own book uh, history and our histories with Reading our qualifications our, to our be qualifications. your host <laughs> our, our, our qualifications of being your hosts on this maiden voyage into uh book podcast territory.
1: You're allowed to fire
2: us if we don't
0: meet up. Immediately. Um yes, this is a job interview and we're gonna fail.
2: Who wants to go first? Daniel, go. I'll go first. Hello everyone. My name is Daniel. I've Not been reading start. books ever since I was a little boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> So like, I mean,
0: let's, let's break it down. Are y'all big readers? Do you have an English degree? Have you read? Not
2: an English degree. Um, I read a lot as a kid and I went to college and stopped reading pretty much entirely. Yep. And then ever since after college, I've picked up reading again in a pretty big way. Um, I read for fun. I read books that I don't like because I'm bad at putting down books. Mm. If I start them, I feel like I have to finish. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, i I consider myself a big reader. Yeah. I think you're probably going to be
0: the biggest reader of the three of us, which is good. Cause we I can have read very He's little, definitely the tallest, <laughs> <You're> the, <laughs> you are the, you're the tallest. My reader. reading
2: is equivalent to my tallness. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, if that's the case, then I've read nothing. <laughs> um, just kidding. I'm not that short. Um, oh, no. anyway, so Brett, what's your reading history like?
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a bit of a prodigy, um, so I was okay. a distinguished member of the accelerated reading program okay. at Vickery Elementary. Okay. Um, what sticker
2: level were you on?
1: I don't know. I'd have to ask my mom. I hit the purples. Ooh, that sounds high. That's fourth grade. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> wow. I'll have to, I'll get next week. I'll get back to you guys on this. Um, I took AP English in high school. Got a three on the AP test. Right, flex. I think that's like a C. So it's what we're working with. Um, and I think I did okay on the written section of the SAT, so, I mean, that's like... Do you read a lot now? I, yes. I'm kind of the same as Dan. Um, I didn't read a whole lot in college, and I read more now, and I love it. Genres for both of you guys?
2: Um, non-fiction novels mm. and fantasy.
1: I would say... Fantasy slash horror, sci-fi, any a lot of stuff with history. Yeah, you're you're oh, yeah. probably already history, history buff. Historical yeah. fiction, yeah, it's a big one for it's me. A, yeah, I love it. But yeah, so that's yeah. that's me.
0: Yeah, so if if any listeners at home, I mean, we we probably all have a very similar story. My reading history is similar enough to y'all's. Essentially, I remember reading the Land of Which and the Wardrobe series as a kid it was probably like one of the first book series that I read by myself. Um, I just I I don't know if that's the name of the series. C.S. Lewis's Narnia series, I guess. That's um, Mister (laughs) Tumnus. And we got we already got our first character. Thank you, Brett. (laughs) Um, and uh, uh, read like Percy Jackson, Aragon, stuff like that. Was not a big reader growing up because of video games. And really, in high school, I only remember liking a couple books that I read in my classes.
2: High school was like. For us, was all like Hunger Games right. came out of high school and like Maze Runner right. came out of high school. And those are like the two books I read yes. in yeah. high school.
0: Yeah, we. I feel like we all were in high school during the time of like dystopian, uh, like teenage was, like, There's two teenage kinds of people. Right, right. dystopian teenage boy Games or girl. People. And then there's Maze Runner people. And then there's right.
2: Divergent
0: people. Oh, God. Yeah. Also, of course, Harry Potter, stuff like that. Um, but realistically, I didn't enjoy reading until later in life and i would pick up a book every now and then and read it um but like i was reading maybe one or two books a year and would like pat myself on the back for being a good reader that's a good reader um in college i thought reading was like punishment which i had so much free time and i'm so mad at myself that i didn't read at all and then the pandemic happened and i read 20 books last year which is the most i've probably ever read in a year and which anyone's the most. I think that's the most anyone's ever read. I don't read know in anybody that's year. read
1: more than twenty.
0: <laughs> I think I just we, just we just probably lost so many listeners who read a hundred books a year. <laughs> Anyways, all this to be said, we're deeply, deeply underqualified to um, lead you guys. You're gonna
1: watch us grow.
0: <laughs> You're gonna podcast. watch us grow. It's gonna be a beautiful uh, a cocoon to butterfly process. Um, but I'm excited. I I think that this will be a good way for us to at least read twelve books a year. I know that we'll probably read more than that in our spare time. That's a lot to ask for. That's a lot to ask for. But we're asking our audience to do it. So please come join us. If you don't read a lot, um, then then you know, you can join us for whichever books sound interesting to you. And if you do read a lot and maybe you've read a lot of the books that we've read, then please just come for the interactions, tweet at us and Tell stuff us like what that. to read next. Tell us what to read next because we obviously don't know. Please um, can,
2: going off of what to read next, because none of us said it. I th- I had this thought this week. None of us said it. In the book genres that we read, we should really read a romance novel. Ooh, oh, ooh, yeah, I would. love That to. sounds like it. so fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, mean, so I, mean, I, I so good. I was so well. I want to
0: maybe if maybe we can read Addie the if you guys would agree to it. Which I would say yeah, is definitely romance. But I just I read, that. read that one last year and absolutely adored it. So like, hopefully we can. I want read to
2: read like Beach Reader, that Holidays. Oh yeah, okay. Like cool. the so one you're talking you can you're talking like I'm talking absolutely like, Hallmark
0: movie level. Yes, the like one Santa Claus was yes, the husband
2: all along. Yes, that's what I want. Like we have
1: to get a book from the public's book section. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> With someone shirtless on the yeah, cover. Yeah, actually yeah. actually that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> Alright, uh Daniel, you wanna lead
0: us into the recap?
2: I would love to. So Parker already said what we did chapters one through six of Hank Green's an absolutely remarkable thing. Um that's, that's what we're going through for our first episode. Um, I had never heard of this book before we started reading it, and I knew nothing about the book, and so I'm really excited to give a little recap because I think it's super exciting. Uh, basically, we have our, our main character, April May. April May is a graphic designer in New York City. Um, she gets home from work really late. She, she leaves work really late, around 3 a.m., Deadbeat Uh, job. Deadbeat job. Doesn't really like it, but it's kind of what she's stuck with. Um, Through a series of trying to get home, trying to get to the subway, she runs across an absolutely remarkable thing, uh, which just happens to be (coughs) a 10-foot-tall Transformers-esque samurai-looking robot. Um, So she discovers uh, what she then calls Carl. She calls one of her friends down. They want to do like a little video with Carl. Um, They do a little video. Our friend's a big video guy. He wants to get famous on YouTube. Andy. Andy. Big nerd. Um, I've got got thoughts on Andy. We'll get there. I'm not excited (laughs) about him. (laughs) Um, Spoilers for the discussion part. uh, So she calls Andy. They do a video. Um, She then goes home and goes to sleep. And then, kind of the last thing before discussion, she wakes up to find that the video has gone viral. Mm. And that Carl is one of many Carls that have mysteriously appeared in every major city in the world. And Andy and April May got the first scoop on the Carls, which has made them kind of an internet phenomenon overnight. Mm.
0: Cool. I'll, I'll add. I'll interject yeah, some yeah. stuff. Uh, so also Maya her, she, uh, April yes. May has girlfriend. a girlfriend slash, slash roommate. roommate slash slash roommate. Yep. Uh, point of contention there for April. Um, but she is uh, really solid, uh, kind of like a... hard working. Yeah, like ground for, for um, April, May. And then um, we have uh, Meredith, who is... Miranda. Sorry, Miranda. Thank you. This, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> the, this is, I read the chapters yeah, too fine. many days ago. Yeah, Anyways. I just finished um, the Yeah, yeah. So today. Miranda is kind of her... Uh, confidant via email. Once mm-hmm. they start this media circus, She's a, a scientist, a scientist, and um, really they're
2: like
0: Yes, and they're they're finding out things about Carl, or they're trying to find out things about Carl. And Miranda's the one who kind of helps them get there. Uh, she they they found that there was a frequency playing that, that was uh was it Don't Stop, Don't me, Stop now? me Now? Yeah, Don't Stop Me Now. By Queen. Queen. Great song, obviously. Um, and there there's a little bit of mystery tied to the Wikipedia page. Um, with some missing letters some typos that can't be fixed and they think that that is related to carl and um something's going on there that miranda uh miranda, miranda. yeah <laughs> okay we got it got it in one uh we, we can edit out the other stuff yeah. later uh yeah that that miranda helps or is helping them
1: crack so yeah that's yep. i think that's a pretty good recap and at the end they meet their new yes agent Jennifer Putnam. Putnam. Yes, Jennifer Putnam, and an intriguing character you who know, I think is going to be handsome Robin. Yeah. yeah,
0: Robin's the assistant who is now is versus, total is now babe, a total babe, and now mm-hmm. is April May's assistant, yes. and that is. That, I mean, that's where, that's where 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 we're at. That's literally,
1: that's chapters one through six. Donkey fart was the last word. That's chapter one,
0: and donkey, yeah, so that's, honestly, I was so excited that donkey fart was the last word, because, uh, audience, if you were wondering, if you read through the correct chapters, donkey Donkey fart, fart. that's where you needed to stop, so good job.
1: Very memorable. Stop at donkey fart. Awkwardly, the password to our Twitter account. Don't Oh, God, don't
0: hack
2: into
1: (laughs) us. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, um, that's, that's kind of the recap, um. And to go into it in further detail, the very first paragraph of this book, which is one of the notes that I wrote down, reminded me so much of Emperor's New Groove. Because April May (laughs) April May, May the May character has gone through this and she's telling us about how she got to where she was. And it's very Thor. Yes, just like
0: Cusco. Just
2: it if you read the first paragraph of this book. In Cusco's voice and <laughs> replace she with he. It is Emperor's New Green. In fact, so, as I'm thinking it. about
0: it now, I think Hank Green just ripped off Emperor's New Groove <laughs> and this whole <laughs> story. Hank. Hank, we're on to you. I see what you're Coming doing. Coming after you, Hank. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that's pretty much good for recap. Uh, yeah, purposes. No,
2: that, that's that's a one through six in a big nutshell.
0: Yeah, so let's launch into discussion then, because this is the the meat, and I'm very excited to actually talk yes. about thoughts and. What you guys thought about. Uh, before we get into discussion, if you guys want to be a part of the discussion, please uh, tweet at us or email us. Um, our, our Twitter is uh, uh Pod, at Bookends Pod, or, or you can just search bookens with Friends. Um, and our Gmail account is Bookends with Friends at gmail.com. Um, and, and so that way, if you have thoughts on the chapters, on characters that you like, on anything at all about the book, please email us, tweet at us, and we will read it and make you a part of the discussion. Um I mean that's going to be a big part of it cuz I like these two guys but I also don't want us to be the only ones talking about the yep. books. Yep. Um, but anyways, Brett, what are your thoughts? Give me give me first thoughts.
1: Um I'm really interested in this Bubble Bum. Bubble Bum advertisement <laughs> that they did in college. Yeah. Just it, it intrigues me just I'm interested. I want to see that presentation, honestly. Yeah. So since, I want to see that presentation. So since we, since you brought up bubble, bubble, bubble,
0: bubble bum. bum, bubble bum, yep. which was the presentation that brought Maya and April and Andy, Andy together in yes. college yeah. in their art school, uh, let's jump into Andy because Daniel, you sounded like you have some thoughts. I on have some Andy. thoughts on Andy. Andy skimped. What um, a name.
2: I, I like Andy a lot. Andy is described as a lanky guy who showed up. <laughs> Uh, showed up and constantly asked people to play board games, and so the one thing I wrote down about Andy was, oh god, am I Andy? (laughs) Um, I I had to wonder if Andy was
0: Hank kind of writing himself into the book. I have no clue where Andy's character goes, (laughs) so let me preface that, because I'm also a little concerned. He's going to become a
2: mass, like, homicide. I mean, that's,
0: yeah, I I have no clue, but I did. That's Andy. Yeah, when when he wrote, like, video games and did like vlogs and and podcasts and stuff i was like huh i wonder
2: um yeah so what we know about andy is andy um is always just kind of strive to be youtube famous and he plays hentai video games (laughs) vr son (laughs) vr hentai games I don't know if that was a joke
0: or not. I was hoping that that was a joke.
2: No, it says that. I know,
0: I know, but maybe he's just very
1: witty. (laughs) No, he he talks about the specific game. Yeah, the Cherry Blossom Fairy 5. Yeah, if you haven't tried it, yeah. Cherry
2: Blossom Fairy 5. (laughs) Andy is a huge fan, and April makes fun for it. Which made me laugh a bit.
0: Yeah. My thoughts on Andy, too. I think that he, I I wrote down like similar stuff. Like he sounds like he could be friends with us.
2: Yeah, Um, he would fit in.
0: And by that, I mean, being a big nerd and just being kind of a loser. And that's, <laughs> uh, uh, but I also, I think that I'm worried about his relationship with April because he obviously has deeper feelings for her than she has yeah. for him. And I'm interested to see where that goes. And also there seems to be some, some budding heads between the two of them as mm-hmm. they go through this media circus, once they discover Carl so I don't know if that's going to lead him down the path of a potential antagonist which I think would be interesting.
1: I think it'll I feel like it'll be more of like their their mm-hmm. opposing ideas on fame me- meshed with his like crush on her. Will yeah. it will come to a boil? Yeah. Um yeah, so let's but let's talk about it. To, to go okay, off with, what,
2: um Brad said really quick about kind of like where we think that's going with like relationships the biggest stress so far for me is the constant like ignoring of maya already yes yeah before. Yes. like the whole time i was like oh this is this is going somewhere let's talk and maya then we, we can save I, april I for maya. last because we yeah. probably
0: have a lot of april thoughts but let's talk maya because i wrote down early maya was my favorite character and then the everything happening right now makes yeah, me so that- sad
2: she seems like a really grounded yes, character that's just reason. like there. Exactly. Yeah. To like kinda help out April and like lead her. But maybe. she also has
1: her own life. That she's like yeah. they 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 you know, they interject a few times with like you can tell she's a little bit like not annoyed, but like trying to focus on her own thing where I yeah. is like like, here, do the, like, help me with this, help me with this. And she's kind of like, they mentioned, like, she's working on stuff for her business because she's actually really driven yeah, and stuff like that. So it's like, that will probably come into play because it seems like April May is going to become this celebrity. Yeah. While Maya is more just like, seems more low key. Like, she's like a rock. Like, she's super supportive. Mm-hmm. And she also has her own, like she mentioned at one point, she's like, she didn't say I don't trust. You. She said I'm wary, like I'm wary of you for certain yeah. reasons because April May seems to be like. So
0: it's interesting because yeah. so when I when I wrote my little blurb for Maya just to take notes for the podcast, I said roommate girlfriend, which I think was just a funny yeah. thing with April. Um, you know, are they roommates? Are they living together? Right. That kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Not but together. but right, not living together yeah. according to April, even though by all means they are. But what I wrote is she's a very she's very balanced and kind. She is solid ground for April to stand upon. Yeah. And when I wrote that, I was like not thinking about it. And yeah, then when I looked at yeah. my notes later. I was like, that kind of is fitting because what it seems like as April is a more chaotic, you know, right. or, or just. And I feel like we all know people like this in our lives yeah. who you know almost chase their dreams and go after this stuff and. There's also other people who are incredibly stable mm-hmm. and sturdy, and, and that kind of friendship or, or relationship or is so needed. They complement yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. so, uh, but I feel like some of the flaw of those people who are in the pursuit of their dreams can be that sometimes they, they stand upon those people right. too much, and, right. and or you know they don't realize how much they're reliant on that firm right. ground until it's not there, right. which obviously I think we're all in the same boat.
2: Which is where the worry comes in, because Maya seems to already have been removed a good day yeah. for april's I, I don't know if she's gonna be much yeah. in the story yeah.
0: anymore which i'm I'm worried about they had that beautifully profound scene with her and april when they were discussing um more of like why maya is the way that she is yeah yeah and uh she, because she's very good at talking and she's very good at you know you know being a cooling you know a cool head for for april yeah and, you know, she essentially said, you know, that's a, you know, a part of her being black and, you know, that she's had to speak for black people. right? And, you know, and then April obviously retorted with, you know, her saying, I hope you never feel like you had to, you know, speak for, you know, for everyone, upon like for, you know, for her. Yeah. And I just thought that was really beautiful. And also something like, obviously a privilege that we, you know, have never had, you know, with us never had to you think about or really, you know, that yeah. that I mean, I just thought that was good writing and also made oh, yeah, me like absolutely. Maya so much more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then now she's now she's being left behind in this media circus. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be
1: interesting to see where see where we go. Yeah, by the end of the chapters I obviously want April May and Maya to stay together, but I can almost see the the sails starting to set on the uh the ship for uh, April, April and Robin.
2: Well, but, yeah, because Robin's hot. No, I
0: would be so sad if she... Okay, well, I, Robin's I, okay. So, I agree. Okay, so, I, what, so what are we calling their ship names? I'm sure this exists already, but let's invent it right now, because this is our podcast. Um, oh.
2: there... There's... You got the roommates, which is April. Okay, shipmates.
1: You got shipmates. shipmates. Okay, yeah, shipmates.
2: Um, Robin is just hot, right? He's I just guess. a stud. He's just hot and smart. Yeah, wonderful. And efficient. What? What more do you need?
1: Robin Efficiency. has Robin has twonk energy to me for sure.
2: Robin has He's got major
1: twunk energy.
2: When I think of Robin and Jennifer Putnam, I think of Jan and Hunter from the. Oh wow! Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. The uh, the girl who came into my mind was um, the girl who plays Agnes and um. WandaVision, division because yeah. she also played yeah, that. Right. Well, she played that role in Parks and Rec. The government role, yes, okay, yes. And I, I'm so sorry for this actress because she's a great actress, and I can't remember her name right now. Brett, help me out. You're the from WandaVision?
1: division yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Agnes and Parks.
1: Um,
0: she's she's wonderful, but that kind of like strong personality that's like, very, like super engaging, scary. but then at the same time, you're almost like. At any second, <laughs> this like could go making wrong.
2: Decisions, and you don't know that you're making them because right. this person is so like in your magnetic. Face about them. Yeah,
1: Catherine Hahn. That's it. The name of that Catherine Hahn. Yes. My. While we're here, this is one of my biggest castings. Oh yeah. Okay. Is so this going to be a separate segment? A segment within a segment? Already. Is it I mean, I would love it to be. No, it is. She would. She would play like a really good, like stoic, cold character. But I also think. When she needs to be, she can be like a more motherly figure. I think she's perfect for this because she I feel like she's played this role before. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Sigourney she is good. Perfect she could for play this. I mean she's such a powerful such a powerful yeah. lady. She's a powerful presence. Yeah. But she can also be nice, but she's also not gonna take your, your bullshit. But like she's not gonna she's not gonna deal with that. Like yeah. if you come to her, just imagine when April May leaves the office, she's going back oh. to work making deals in Hollywood. Huh. On that little speaker. Okay, let's uh, let's talk
0: April because I'm dying to talk April. I feel like obviously this book is from her from her point of view, and so that that is an interesting thing too that you have to keep in mind because I feel like anytime anything's written in first person, um, you know you're getting their voice, so naturally you tend to want to think that they're the the good or the protagonist in any yeah, right. in any view, and I think that Henry Green's writing does a really good job of making you. You know, you obviously feel that. Like, I love April, but at the same time, I'm questioning some of her decisions. Yeah. And I have to be wary of the fact that, like, maybe from the outside, you know, is she is she doing good right now? And or within the first six chapters, I have no clue where her trajectory goes. Right. But I would say that there's a, a case to be made with her. You know, leaving behind Maya. Um. You know, her. You know, getting into this media circus and kind right. of and getting hyper obsessed with, with tweeting and yeah. stuff like that and making money that you know some of her actions right now or inaction oh yeah has been has been something bad or somewhat of like yeah. antagonizing characteristics she,
1: yeah she speaks very not regretful but she speaks from a more mature standpoint right. in her you know retroactive narration and mm-hmm. that she's like she's like yeah at the time you like so it's not she doesn't necessarily say like that was a dumb decision. She's like, at the time, I thought this was the right thing to do. like, I so stuff like that where you can tell where it's like, you can kind of pinpoint like, okay, well that's going to be like an issue down the road but then, then, you know, I think that's incredible writing because you're like, oh gosh, like when is this going to, when is this bubble going to burst? There's already
2: one and Parker just said it, like, with the, being addicted to like social media presence. Like oh, yeah. she talked about how like she tries to not care about Instagram. Yep. And like the second she's getting followers, she's like all over Instagram. Yeah. Like it hinted at it a couple oh, of chapters yeah, before yeah, yeah. she even became famous.
1: Yeah.
2: Um yeah. And I think there's gonna be a lot of stuff like that yeah. where it's like she does something here and then it like gets expanded so, I
0: think April May is a super. I, I, okay, so I'll just show my hand of cards. I love April so far. Like, I'm but not gonna. I, like, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. think that she's a super great character. Yeah. She's one, hilarious, two, yeah. uh, you know, very into the art scene and yeah, stuff like the that. Which I'm a big, big fan like of. Amazing. Um, yeah, so the, the thing that I thought that was really cool about April um, originally was, I mean, the, her whole journey starts, right? The, it, let, let's not go too far with the title of An Absolutely Remarkable Thing is she lives in New York and she has a, a pretty long blurb in a chapter about how like, you know, people can see the mundane in New York yeah. and walk by it. Or right. people can Yeah
2: everything's and,
0: normal. And, and, and everything's normal. And yeah. and you can see these things that are so great that people put their entire life, they their their soul into creating and then they look at it one second and think, Cool and then the next second yeah. they're you know, they bounce and jump out. Lost. And so she wanted to take a moment to appreciate this Carl, which yeah. at first she obviously thought was just an art, you know uh one of my
1: art installation installations piece. thank
0: yeah. you uh that was that was put up um and and she wanted to make a, a video about it and actually appreciate the artist's work and I thought there was something so charming about that yeah. about her not wanting to give up um on you know what is beautiful in the world and yeah. and, and paint as m- mundane and I think that we all do that and so I think the thing that is cool with with April is she's this interesting balance this like teetering yeah. effect going on mm-hmm. of like she wants to do that but then in the very human way you also see her you know once she gets the taste of fame or once she gets this taste of um you know I, what i would call like fake deeper meaning you yeah. know like she starts mm-hmm. to feel important or starts to feel like you know her and andy are a part of something that's so much bigger and that she's got a following and you know she mentions right. her fo- I, I think that's a an interesting dichotomy of like you know, at one moment she was talking about like, you know, seeing the beauty and, you know, the little things, and then Mm -hmm. the next she's all about fame and this, like, that's giving her her meaning and that's giving her purpose. Yeah, Yeah. this persona that
1: she's creating. It does seem like she may, like, the the one of, you know, the hurdles she might have to overcome is getting lost in the sauce of celebrity because Mm -hmm. you know, she's already alluded to it several times as far, like, in her narration is Mm -hmm. foreshadowing that she's I'm going to have to deal with something like, like fallout from her celebrity or that
2: she like, she's like, she's like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah. There's going to be more stuff on her. Like it's going to negatively impact her either, either relationships or
0: just her life as a whole. I think she's headed down that path because it's like the folly of chasing fame, which, but I mean, but also I, I found myself compelled by it because I was thinking of like, you know, even with us starting a podcast on episode one right now, like the idea of like, oh man, if we got so many followers, yeah. please go get more followers. <laughs> hey, please tell your friends to download and subscribe and give us followers. But, you know, that that idea was like, man, that's so enticing and that's so exciting. Yeah. Even though I want this to be for us and, you know, right. just for our enjoyment, you know, if this blows up and, you know, Hang Green's our friend one day, then I also <laughs> maybe would fall into the same things that April's falling oh, yeah. into. And so that, yeah. And,
1: and I also have the sense that if anyone's going to be able to handle it, it's April, May, because you can already, she's just so savvy with everything. Like, yeah. it just feels like everything, she just has, like, a natural, like, street smarts to her that, like, <laughs> they set up, they set up that marketing campaign in, like, one night, and she knew exactly how to set, obviously, she went to school for that, you know, that was one of her majors at mm-hmm. one point, but she's just so, it almost seems like she's ready for this. And, and it's interesting, Well, Even that's- though it's, like, it's new to her, but she's, like. She kind of as an already has an idea of how, and she learned so fast. Yeah. And to how that point, from, from
0: someone in the as a marketing major, oh. I think Marker's expert corner. Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> I, by no means, my my bees from Clemson are not. Uh, <laughs> oh god, I feel so <laughs> pretentious, pretentious now. No, but just in the sense, oh God, I I should just not say this segment. No, no anyway, <laughs> just the idea of like how manipulative something can be, because mm-hmm. like she, oh, yeah. like she, and she even talks about that of like. She wanted to like make this April that people yeah. would see and 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 balance her between Carl and she's right. this weak thing and this other thing is like unhuman and strong. Um, and she I, wants I thought, to
1: show that it can be dealt with. Like
0: she wants right. to be everyone's which, rock which,
1: that she can deal with the, and
0: the it, stress of. This it, it might thing. not necessarily be a bad thing to be messaging, but it's also behind the scenes she's created this. So it's an interesting idea of just yeah. like marketing in general of like that fine line between delivering a message that. Needs to be told, or, or would be useful to be told and shared, and just straight up manipulation. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, uh, moving on from that to straight up manipulation, um, we've got Carl.
1: Yeah, let's talk about
2: Carl. Wait. Let's talk about Carl. Um, I want to cast Carl. Uh,
1: <laughs> we're going straight into straight
2: casting. casting. Not, so this is a book club really. podcast where we also just talk
0: about apparently who we're going to.
2: We'll this is cast. not really straight casting. I just want everyone to know. Every time I heard the name Carl, what I thought of. Carl Weezer. Even worse. <laughs> oh, no. So, Carl is Jeez, um, the 10 foot robot um, statue. Now I'm imagining Carl
1: from Jim Neutron
2: as the 10 foot He is statue. literally warm. And so I imagine oh, no. him being snuggly because oh, no. they, they found out he was warm. Um, He's metal. Paddington Bear. She gave him a quick little a little thud. Um, on his leg, I assume. I have he's no clue where this is going. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on so the he, edge of my he's seat. Dense. Optimus Prime. He's pretty dense. Um, Think dummy thick. Um, oh, no. But Carl's Junior. He th- said the Transformers, Transformers. Oh, no, and no, so boy. every single Carl is, is a warm, pretty thick, oh, no. snuggly child. Child of? Oh no! <laughs> Wait! <how? laughs> ten yeah. foot tall robot child. Did y'all, did y'all picture Carl
0: with a human face? I do now. Yes, no. I did not. I, so I pictured Carl. I pictured him no, as like
2: Shredder from the so yeah. That's a that's a good, well, new, There's, new there's a picture of Carl on the front of the book, so it's kind of,
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice that guys. Like, I mean, kind, yeah, kind of. I think it. I think
0: it leaves a lot to the imagination. It's a silhouette.
2: It's a. It's a
0: silhouette of Shiloh. That could Bob. easily be Shiloh. That could
2: easily be Shiloh. I can Bob. see it now. Oh, boxy, boy.
0: boxy torso, almost
2: Adam Driver esque.
0: Yeah, I mean, I obviously pictured him robotic kind of <laughs> yeah, Alphonse yeah. Elric style samurai armor, uh, Transformers esque.
2: Is he one color to you?
0: Yeah, I pictured like a. He's I, just well, gray. Yeah, like a like a dense. Or I almost pictured like, like a um,
2: rusted. Obsidian. Silver. Obsidian. Of God. obsidian.
0: I was thinking of obsidian, like <laughs> a color, like man. a slate. Is that purpley? Yes, kind of like a. a purplish gray, right? Oh, no. I like, it, right. this is we're we're, we're, destroyed. we're absolutely showing how ignorant we are on our first episode and I pray to god that we have any listeners left. But yes, I pictured like a like a yeah, like a deep gray um but so anyways, I mean, Carl super yeah, interesting. No. So when I first started reading, it, I think the thing that hooked me about the book, is it almost feels a little bit Cloverfield esque to me? Yeah, where it's like this this normal esque characters stumble upon you know this alien wild story and get wrapped up into. It. Of course, very different trajectory from Cloverfield, but with them like filming it and everything, and we don't know where Maybe it's gonna not. go. Um, but now now I wanna I want to talk about Carl's because I want to ask y'all: Is Carl good or is Carl bad?
2: I really want Carl to be bad. But, I don't think he's going to be either. I think it would be really cool if Carl was bad, which is why it's kind of hard to talk about because chapters one through six is all build up to the mystery of what is going on. like we still don't know anything about like all the characters um but I want Carl to be bad. you want Carl so, to be bad yes, so
1: when she first starts talking about it, I think in retros- in like one of her retrospective. Like narration, just doesn't she mention that she mentioned if you want to skip to like death and destruction, skip to chapter thirteen. So I don't, you know, obviously yeah. that can be you know something that goes on completely elsewhere. Yeah. Like she deals with the government who's trying to like figure yeah. out what Carl is, and she becomes like an at. I almost feel like she's going to become. I have my theory is that she is in some way chosen. Because of, Carl? Yes, because of what you mentioned earlier with she's the only one that had the wherewithal to stop and notice. So mm-hmm. I think it's some like of their – tra- and like it, it may become one of those things where she's like the only one that speaks like in their favor and then the, for, for some reason the government thinks that – they, they are bad and so she's trying to she kind of goes on the run to protect the Carls.
2: So you think Carl's like calling out theory. to her almost feels Still like, to getting her yes. attention. I, yes. So that's
0: I was that's, actually going to bring that up as yeah. one of my theories yeah. because when she she touched it first. Right. So my thought so is it maybe it connected it with her. Yeah. And also in the preface you know the first chapter she mentions when I was human.
1: Right. And so I'm interested exactly. uh, or alive
0: or yeah. alive stuff like yeah. that There's and I, so I wonder She and, and then also the, the letters mm-hmm. missing were IAMU and she she had that thing where she said IAMU and of course yeah, right. then Miranda you know showed her it's that like, that was yeah, elements element, so. but it also could have been I am you, you know we're, we're not sure yet right. and i'm wondering if uh, you know there's a connection there and a part of people you know if if it's like a bonding thing mm-hmm. um and you know maybe that decides the fate of if the carls are going to be good or bad so maybe we have new york carl who's a protector because of april may and maybe mm-hmm. other city carls are Whoever touched them or found right, them first exactly. are that's evil what, yeah, or, or was, twisted right. by their experience. So right. I'm really interested oh, that makes to yeah, see. Like that. So what do we think? Do we think Carl's alien? Do we think extra dimensional?
2: Um, I kind of hope I it know, goes otherworldly, other Otherworldly. Otherworldly. Well. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, would say, say so. Like alien-esque.
1: I feel like that's not too much of like a... I feel like he is kind of, you know, it could be one of those things where it gets flipped on us. Yeah. yeah. But he I also feel be, like um, it's, the evidence is kind of building yeah, up.
2: He could just be a Banksy project that's kind of what i was thinking that's what the whole world
0: was thinking at first yeah i think she is really good with emps as well (laughs) so i i really love miranda i had a huge crush on her when like i think she's a like a cool nerd and yeah she's scientist, like big scientist and her her like i i thought her explanation to april was really cool when she was talking about like is it an alien you know is carl an alien and it kept going back and forth external origin right and she said external origin and i liked that she kind of broke it down because even with how smart she was written in the book and this is also probably Hank Green just being smarter than I am yeah. my brain immediately when like the Carls were going on I was like ah aliens Uh-oh. but then he, they, she she was explaining like something that isn't you know known no, might no. like it, yeah. it could have we could have slipped into a new reality right. like stuff like that yeah. that I think is so cool yeah. and I, I a part of me wonders <laughs> if they are going to explain it at all because yeah. it would be really cool if they kind of left it as an open-ended you know, who, who knows yep. where these, you know, crawls came from. Yep. Um,
2: and yeah. going off of their conversation, I looked on Amazon for uranium. And you can't buy a uranium block from Amazon.
0: You can buy a uranium block. You can. Block. It's a couple
2: hundred dollars. You can also buy a solid cube of tungsten for $2,000. Nice. So really? so, Test- we, so we're going to
0: collect all of these. And make a robot. And make robot. Make a shiny. I on got. Up. So I got also big iron. Iron giant vibes. Yeah. When, yeah. When, she, when she first was interacting like with Carl, yeah. I thought it was gonna wake up and be like her protector, yeah. or something. Did y'all watch that old show? I think it might have been on like Toonami or um, is Cartoon Network Gundam or... Wing. <laughs> Gundam. No, it was like the the guys. They were like punks, and they got in a car that turned into a giant robot. Punks. Oh man, like, someone, no. someone in the in the ether in our audience, maybe one day is going to connect with me right now, and they're going to know what show I'm talking tweet about, at us. and tweet at us because that show was awesome, and it was a big giant like robot, very Transformers esque, um, and yeah, and then That's also not, uh,
2: Beetleborgs is it? Because that was another show.
0: No, and good. also super underrated show with giant robot protector. <laughs> If y'all ever watched Symbiotic <laughs> Titan, which nobody watched, it was on that Cartoon sounds Network. It
1: like show.
0: No, it was on Cartoon Network for maybe like two or maybe even like one and a half seasons before it got canceled because the animation was a little weird. But it was beautiful and underrated, and the story was so good, and I didn't get Have its time. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah, I think. It could
2: and... Yoko you. No, it no, could no no Yoko. <laughs> no 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 no.
0: Me and Maddie rewatched it semi recently as we do with a lot of cartoons <laughs> and it w- it still holds up as like really good storytelling. Um yeah, so
1: what, what's what's your
2: favorite robot childhood show? Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> robot childhood show. War movie. I was I was just a big Power Rangers guy. Same. I my grandmother What Ranger? I'm the Blue Ranger. So How oh, was, was Green Ranger all the way? Was Billy that was Blue, Tommy, right? the
1: original? Tommy. I think I well right. no Tommy was the Green and then yeah. he he, he yeah. became the White Ranger. Yeah. That's right. In the movie at least. But my grandmother every
2: weekend would come and visit us and she would bring me a new Power Rangers toy. And so I'm I lucky. had easily like a hundred Power Ranger action figures that I still have. They're my dad's it's pretty hard to beat Iron Giant. Like I was a yeah. I mean, that's kids. I was gonna say Iron Giant. is like, yeah. Still, so yeah. obviously, that's like takes yeah. The, like, that's, that's like the, number, that's the, the robot, robot one. movie. Yeah. Also, like the robot kids movie. I was more of a Street
1: Sharks kid. So oh, Street really? Sharks. Yeah. Showing your age there, Brett. I know. <laughs> it was a great show.
2: Look up Street
0: Sharks, guys. Our it's like Beetleborgs. Not... I'm gonna
2: keep saying Beetleborgs because oh, it's so good.
0: Beetleborgs. If you're <laughs> born before the night or like guys, in the early nineties. Oh boy! Okay, we just eliminated another section of that's audience.
2: Fine. If there's a beetleborg section, then we'll keep them.
0: That's that's all. We actually only want this for the beetleborgs, beetleborgs. audience.
2: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think we are tapping into the mystery of the book a little bit because I'm wondering what we have read that everyone thinks is really important that doesn't matter at all. Because I'm wondering if that will happen. Like yeah. they could just be reading the IMU completely wrong. And yeah. they're not asking for random uh, materials, <laughs> yeah. elements.
0: So, so does anyone want to make any predictions or theories on to where it's going to go?
2: My prediction is that Robin will continue to be the hottest character in the book.
0: Just like steamy, sexy, like ho- absolute smoke show. Absolutely. He definitely
2: plays guitar. It's gonna come. He's gonna That's play my guitar. Prediction. Yeah, he's
0: in a band, and he's like writing a novel, yeah. like with his shirt off, and he. <laughs>
2: drinks only like french <laughs>
1: press coffee and
2: yeah yeah he's a stud yeah that's my prediction
1: brett i feel like their relationship andy and april may is that it, it's kind of that relationship of he's like the reluctant sidekick mm. so he's always gonna be like oh april may no we can't do then she's gonna be like nah and like drag him along and it's gonna be incredible but i think he also is gonna be distrustful of robin at first yeah um, I don't know if Robin's intentions are going to be shrouded. They've set him up as like a super sweet, nice guy. I mean, we got, we got like hot. a
0: couple seconds of him before we stopped. Oh, yeah. He's I think I mean, to...
1: everything she's just the way that he's like the way that he also, you know, it could be seen as bad because he's like, you know, you're going to be a part of history and I don't want to miss that. Yeah. So it also he's could be, be like, be like, like he uh, wants like... to get his or from, something. For like me, that. It, did,
0: it did come off as. I couldn't tell if it was if that was ominous. like maniacal or like because he almost seems too sweet and too yeah. efficient to where I'm like but she's I'm in little, Hollywood too
1: and, right you know, I, I'm a little cutthroat.
0: yeah nervous about him as a character and and Andy I, I you know I feel like um, their tension April and Andy's tension could turn into a sort of you know bitter jealousy or frustration because obviously April is better with the cameras she's better with. I mean, pretty much everything—the story, the like—he might get jealous
1: of her fame.
0: I mean, was she, he, he? He was, you know, going for that before the yeah. all this right. stuff happened. Like that was she's he was, making
1: it look easy instantly. when he was like, struggling. Right. It's that kind of thing
0: when you when you don't want to when you're not trying to be cool, you're at your coolest kind yes, of thing. Exactly. And when you're trying to be cool, you're she's instantly like she's uncool.
2: like perfect at that. Right, and he's exactly. like really not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actual prediction of mine besides sexy Robin is the whole lawyer stuff is going to blow. Is my prediction because they have the like, dad or the
0: the dad's going to be blown up by Carl <laughs>
2: by Carl <laughs> by Shia LaBeouf? Okay, um, but no, you know, like they have an actual contract of fifty-fifty, right? Uh, and sure. I think that's going to like cause a lot of tension of sure. either one of the characters saying, you know, you have no right in getting fifty percent of this anymore. Yeah. Like I'm the show. Yeah. Like this is about me now.
0: I really hope Maya does come back into it. Where yeah. from where we're at, I think that she's in my opinion, the the most grounded and balanced character, and I think she's really interesting. Except Carl. Except for Carl. Wow. He ain't doing no That guy's not moving. <laughs> so he is the most grounded character. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so uh, so what did y'all think? So, th- Something also, before we get too far, I think Hank Green's writing is brilliant in a sense that he actually captures this generation like millennial zennial uh character writing with april in a way that seems like like i don't know how to say it other than like good and accurate instead of cringy like if like you're a boomer like my dad was writing a character that he thought like everything that she's into and the stuff that she does her insecurities her, um, it feels real. It, fe- it feels it feels authentic, and yeah. it feels and, and it kind of goes to how I mean, Hank Green's such, such a successful TikToker, right. which is hilarious. But right. like he, he clearly, uh, you know, even being a little bit older, can get into the mindset oh, of yeah. someone our age, um, roughly our age, right. our generation and going what, through early twenties. Right. Of, you know, I don't know my identity. And, exactly. and, and trying to find an identity is such a big piece of, of these characters, and especially April. Yeah,
1: which also leads into another point of a point of, I think, which may be one of the cruxes of like, a possible disagreement, not disagreement, of possible falling out with Maya, is the really shitty and uncomfortable situation that April's put through in the interviews with Marshall, who is the lawyer, Andy's dad, and then Jennifer, who is the agent, where they oh, break right, him up. Right. And they ask her, you know, like Jennifer basically mm-hmm. Yeah, she says, like, write down everyone you've gone to first base with, and then she's like, Oh, I'm seeing a lot of names, you know, of both like boys and girls on here. Like mm-hmm. tell like tell me about that. And she's kinda like, uh, what? And even which he starts on the right foot, but then he lets her down later, which I think is Curious also, you. sorry, Marshall, okay. um, Andy's dad, starts on the right foot to, like, back April up, but then kind of lets her down later, which I think is a good commentary on, uh, I guess, fame and well, lawyers and... Well, like, I was going to say more like, um, like, straight white men in general. <laughs> um, Sucking? <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Because, so they basically say, she's like, hey, so, like... She straight up says like it would be really easy if you just picked a lane instead of so yeah. April identifies yeah. herself as bisexual yeah, yeah. and she oh, she says that she's like yeah I don't really i like i just I love both right like, she, I, she said she she said I can't it's a get really past, good like, line. personality yeah she's and like that
0: like to me you're like you're yeah, the weird one she, she's exactly which I think a person yeah Not which it, I yeah. think
1: is a great line mm-hmm. um, which it just it's like it's just really heartfelt and um.
2: It kind of already shows like the puppet master. The right, exactly, and that's what kind yeah. of growing. Yeah, April.
1: Yeah. yeah, April says this is the first time that she's like a
0: terrible person. To yeah. me, that was the biggest villain vibes from Jennifer. Oh, right? yeah. she oh could yeah. I don't know no. if she'll be important, but she could be like a Lex Luthor as yeah. like like agent. You know, because this... they're
1: bound to her with their contracts. And this was and Jennifer
2: in like ten pages too. Like, right. Like, yeah. She was introduced very strongly. Yeah, and about so like what her character is. to you But be. You're, yeah.
1: you're worried about
0: that with her and Maya
1: because Right. I, you know, and so it's Maya. she's like everyone's going to know this, which is true, but also like April should have the choice to be whoever she wants. It, it's she Jennifer wants it to be easier for her business side of it. When I think it's going to be a thing when it comes to public light, maybe she might have an a relationship with Robin or something like yeah, that and then it's going to play against her and Maya's 100%. relationship and it's just going to create drama all because of how shitty Jennifer was to her and also the thing I was talking about with Marshall who is Andy's dad is you know he first starts by saying hey maybe that's none of our business Jennifer and she's like you know as well as I do it's ever it's gonna be everyone's business out, yeah. and at right. the end she's like she's like I need you to choose like straight or gay and she looks to Marshall who's Andy's dad because he's kind of been backing them up this whole time right. and he just kind of like shrugs yeah and she's like she it's even in a line she yeah. says his silence I saw his silence as agreement, so she felt pressured into doing yeah. it, which I think would have been a great opportunity. That's the part about... That's a good sh- point, yeah. ...shitty straight men being like... Yeah, not, not having into, a
0: backbone to, Right, yeah. exactly.
2: I um, kind of want to commend Hank Green on that, too, because like... What, yeah, what I, I would imagine, wrong?
0: because yeah. I... I Think of Hank Green as a very smart guy. Yeah. Is I'm sure that he brought in people to oh, yeah. edit, to you know, support. you know, um, yeah. from the bisexual community, yeah. from the black community. His stuff about Maya was too profound to not have mm-hmm. been. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that was a Hank Green, you know, right?
2: It,
0: you know, tra- which, which is good. it's very admirable writing for someone who, yeah, hasn't had those there, challenges.
2: There literally is an entire subreddit dedicated to men writing women in books and doing it so bad <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. badly.
0: oh man oh that, that could be an entire segment on our show but yeah that's that's actually a really great point because he does a fantastic job of yeah. writing april right. which i think is why she's so charming and relatable but like he didn't even
2: I, mention her boobs once <laughs> it's, how, does he, can, how does he do all it? the other male authors are <laughs> like their brains
0: are cracking right now yeah. galaxy brain move from hang green
2: but no, it's good. I am I am excited to... I'm very
0: excited to continue. Um, that, the rest of that leads it us to a good jumping off point to our next segment. Brett, take us,
1: take us away. Okay, so also, um, I have been listening to the audiobook, which also mm. brings, you know, it's really great. If it brings it, in one hang. thing to mind, which that's interesting. That's a, an interesting theory I have, which might just be, I might be completely wrong. So the main reader, their name is Kristen Say? S I E H I'm not quite sure on the pronunciation. Okay. She does an incredible job. Um she vo- she has voiced everybody up to this point. But the interesting thing is, again, she's done an incredible job.
2: Yeah.
1: Hank Green himself is also listed as part of the oh, voice cast. Cool, cool, so cool. when That's I cool. first started when I first uh, started yeah. <laughs> so yeah, when <laughs> I first cool. started I was like, "Oh, maybe it's going to be like, you know, cuz sometimes audiobooks You know, we'll have one do the female voices, one do the male voices. But when she started voicing everybody, when they started voicing everybody, I was like, interesting. I wonder what Hank's going to voice. And so I was thinking, my theory is he's going to voice Carl. He's going to be New York The Carls.
0: That's funny. And
1: so I think that will be really cool. That's just my theory. But like if he hasn't voiced anybody up to this point, including male characters, I'm like, I wonder how they'll bring him in. It may just be something where he says something at the end of the book, which could be just the truth (laughs) of it. It's kind of like the say. external origin. I'm not. There's a 10 percent chance that Hank Green is voicing Carl. There's a 90 percent chance that he doesn't. But <laughs> the book's going to end
2: on donkey fart, and then it's going to go by Hank Green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> His voice. Guy.
1: So I. So you know, I'm not saying this is this external origin of Hank Green. I'm not saying it's going to be a thing but But that's just it could be and why let's get ahead of it also that's a really good thing for our our
0: listeners uh if you can i mean i I, if you want to audiobooks is a great way to keep up if you can't you know find the time because i know that y'all schedules are probably really busy and one book a month can be intimidating sometimes Mm -hmm. so if y'all need to listen to audiobooks it sounds like this one's really good so i'm glad that you picked it up right highly
1: recommended cool
0: yeah so that okay i mean that that's a good spot so that brings us to our uh, next segment which is the author's note Um, in which we're just going to give shout out to these amazing creators, authors, um,
2: people. We love you, Hank.
0: We love you, Hank. I mean, they do such an incredible job. So it would be dumb if we didn't have this segment in here. So uh, the the first bit that we have actually lines up time-wise really cool for us in the the past. (laughs) For our audience, uh, not as much, but starting tomorrow, which we're recording February 11th, so February 12th, um, I hope I got that right. You did. And uh, we
1: might tweet something about it. Yeah. We might retweet something. That, that, so
0: so Hank and John, um, John Green being Hank Green's brother, um, are both incredibly talented authors, vloggers, YouTubers, um, but they do something really cool called Project for Awesome uh, every year, which they do a 24-hour live stream of, and uh, and then all those proceeds go to... Uh, different charities they've selected a couple and then the back half of it goes to charities that the you know the people donating select to and i just think it's really cool i mean obviously yeah. hank green and john green seem like super cool people absolutely. from tiktok and youtube and everything they do and um i just think that absolutely you know, remarkable. Ab- remarkable Absolutely remar- <laughs> they have an app ab- okay uh, uh uh hank green has an absolutely remarkable thing is what yes. i'm trying to say um. <sighs> <no. laughs> okay, we're gonna cut that. No, and, we're not anyways. Um, this is staying in. Keep it in, Brett. Oh God, future, future Brett. This is staying in. Anyways, so that's our authors. No, they're great. Uh, go donate to those charities if you can. Even if you're late to the game and you're you know not following them or not watching the live stream, go donate to charity. We'll probably donate some too because uh, it's just an awesome thing that they're doing.
1: Check Hank out on TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Check Hank out on for TikTok for all you Gen Z, all
0: you Gen Zs, or or all you Zoomers, people like us in our late twenties who are on TikTok. <laughs> I'm I almost thirty. And don't I include love me. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel's too cool for not TikTok. On TikTok. He's
1: not indoctrinated yet. No,
0: it's okay, once we'll we once we blow up, we're gonna have uh, a bookends with friends TikTok it's supposed to
2: be banned. Hank, when you're choosing, <laughs> I thought it was the... going away. I thought I made it. Hank,
1: Hank, if you're if you're deciding between the three of us, who to like be friends with? It's Daniel. It's probably Brett and Parker TikTok who are fans. like your biggest TikTok fans. Okay, um, or Dan because we would just annoy you about TikTok. <laughs> cool. <laughs> He's so Dan. This is a perfect example. Dan is the high, the perfect level of cool because he just doesn't care about being cool and being on TikTok. Right. Oh, Hank's wow. gonna want to hang out with him. Uh, gonna, wow. I hate TikTok Daniel, now. Daniel's the April May of. I our hate friends. TikTok yes. now.
0: Okay.
2: She's gonna become. The, <laughs> I'm off <come> TikTok. <laughs>
0: All right, you good. I'm cool now. All right, do you guys want to bookmark it there? Bookmark it there. Cool. Okay, I think that's a good stopping point. Um, so before we stop, I just want to thank uh, yes. all of yes. our listeners yes. so much. I mean, this is a, a kind of a passion project slash. We could be completely speaking into the void. Thrown hello together, darkness, my old friend. Speaking into the abyss. If we have any listeners at all, thank you so much. We honestly, this is going to sound like beggy if any of you like tweet at us or email us that aren't our direct friends or family you're gonna make me and i don't know about daniel Brett oh, yeah. feel like the so coolest. proud we're gonna we're gonna have the same t- type of like pride that april may has during her <laughs> we're ball working in our marketing campaign <laughs> <laughs> but honestly like i it would mean so much so please if you can shout out to us um we'll probably give you a shout on the show also uh to- Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go on. I was going to say two very important people that we want to shout out. Yes. Uh, Jacob Robinson for his incredible music for our intro and outro. Um, and Maddie Moon, mm-hmm. my awesome wife, for the art of our podcast. Yes. Um,
1: thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. Thank you both. Uh, it's any- amazing. You're both amazing. Like I've we've told you before, we are very lucky to have any people with your level of talent Anywhere near this podcast, so thank we are you so much. All
2: so untalented, <laughs> it's, it's we, so true.
1: Thank you for your skill yes. and creativity.
2: Um, hey, I want to well. say that uh, before we end entirely, um, next week episode chapters seven through twelve. Yes, seven through next, twelve. Thank next you. Next six chapters that we're going to do.
0: Yes, yeah, so read seven through twelve. Hopefully, it'll end on something like donkey fart that's memorable again.
2: <laughs> every uh, six chapters. Every six chapters on donkey god. Fart. Wouldn't that be a nice? thing? please. <laughs>
0: Please. Just read to the Donkey Farts. Read to the Donkey Far. <laughs> um uh anyways, uh, you can reach us at uh again, uh uh Bookendswithfriends at gmail.com is our email. Um so email us there, your thoughts if you want to be a part of the discussion. We'll read out your thoughts on the chapters. Um you can also tweet us at Bookends Pod, um which is the Twitter handle, or just look up Bookends with Friends and you can find us there. Um Okay guys, well I, that's that's yeah that's That's a wrap that's a wrap it remembers the real
1: books were the the friends friends we we made along the way (laughs) there it
2: is